0: We are an elite unit. Our primary target, Frank Costello. You won't be paid as a regular car. So what do I do? You
1: will not ever know the identity of
0: undercover people.
1: Get your hands off me.
0: We got to compliment my crew. He's going to find out who I am and kill me. Do you want him to chop me up and feed me to the poor? I can get the rat. If you don't, it won't be me who pays. The
1: Departed, a Martin Scorsese picture. Rated R starts October 6th.
0: On this week's episode of the Couch Brotato podcast, Lucas and I sit down to discuss Martin Scorsese's 2006 masterpiece, The Departed. (coughs) Welcome back to the Couch Brotato podcast. I'm Russ, and with me always is Lucas. Lucas, what's going on, my friend? Uh, Not much. I'm excited to do another episode with you, my friend. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty excited, too. We haven't done uh, one of these before. Uh, This week's episode is The Departed
1: the Dearly Departed.
0: That's right. Um, you know, we haven't done a mob movie yet, so I figured it was about time to do one. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. That's the, that's the reason behind this.
1: Not a bad idea. Mob movies are really good. Yeah. Says he is one of, the, one of the best directing mob movies. So.
0: That's true, and that actually uh, brings me to one of my first talking points. Uh, would you put The Departed on the Mount Rushmore of mob movies? And what would um, be your Mount Rushmore?
1: Yeah, I'd put it up there. Um, say the Godfather, um, Goodfellas. This. Trying to think of a fourth one.
0: Um, I don't know. Maybe you can bail me out here because I'm drawing a blank. Well, I can't. It can't be your Mount Rushmore if I'm helping you out. <laughs> sure it can. Mount Rushmore was built by several people. <laughs> Uh, well, I tell you what, I, I'll i step back. Uh, for me, my go-to mob movies would be The Godfather 1, mm-hmm. The Godfather Part 2, which in many ways is superior to the original, uh, Goodfellas. That's my favorite mob movie. I'm sorry, Godfather fans. Throw stones at me later, but I like Goodfellas better. And my fourth, uh, I... It could be just the mood I'm in. It could be the fact I watched some of it recently, but I really like Casino. Mm. Yeah,
1: that's a
0: good so one. So that would be on there right now, although I'm sure that would be subject to change at some point, depending on my mood. But, yeah, that would be my four at the moment. So that being said, uh, you've got Carlito's Way. You've got Donnie Brosco. You've got Scarface. Uh, Which
1: I know a lot of people like and own Scarface. I don't think that movie's that good
0: i I think it's a little overrated myself. I'm not a fan i I like it but I don't love it yeah like, it's, it's okay but yeah i I just don't think it's that good um so what would be your your fourth one still have an answer you're avoiding the question i feel like uh <laughs> like I'm trying to get uh find out who the informant is in Costello's uh crew with you trying I'm not to get can tell you I'm not going to fucking tell you. All right, Troopa. <laughs> All right, I'm sure that that's not the la- first or the last time we do a really shitty Boston accent tonight. Cocksucker. Cocksucker. Fenway Park. <laughs> With the socks. The socks. All right, so what? what's your fourth? People are waiting.
1: Um, Godfather 2.
0: Okay. Good list. Good list. Um, also, uh, fun fact uh this movie won martin scorsese his first best director oscar hmm. so i don't know how many of his movies have you seen i've seen all of his he's like my favorite director so uh would you consider this his best movie considering this is his only best picture nominee it's got to be right since it's uh
1: His only Best Picture nominee? Or
0: Best best Director winner. Best Director, yeah. Sorry. I've had had a long day. First time he's won Best Director. We both have. Uh, But yeah, do you think this is his best movie? Um, Well, you've
1: been, uh, you told me about Taxi Driver. Yeah. Which I've never seen. Um, I actually think Goodfellas is better than this movie. Oh yeah, so so do I. I think if he were to win one for for any of them, it would probably be that one in my opinion. Um, um, Wolf of Wall Street, excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going through his uh, his list of movies. Although, you know, I really thought The Departed was good enough to win. Um,
0: oh, uh, that year, 2006, was kind of a weak slate for movies, uh, for Best Picture nominees. I think it was The Departed, uh, Little Miss Sunshine, Babel and I'm drawing a blank on the other two. That shows you how great that year was. Hmm. But I mean, the only other one I would think that would be even remotely in that ballpark would be Little Miss Sunshine. That's a really good movie, too.
1: Yeah, I really like that movie. That movie cracks me up.
0: But it ain't as good as The Departed. Departed? Yeah, I think that's probably the main reason why he won uh, Best Director and this one Best Picture is the fact that the slate wasn't that good. Oh, yeah, Letters from Iwo Jima... Is another that's, one too. That's a good, excellent movie. That's yeah, still not as good as this one though.
1: I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it. I mean, I really, I really like The Departed, but I haven't. And I really like Letters from Iwo Jima. I just haven't seen either one. Well, I watched The Departed recently, but I hadn't seen Letters from Iwo Jima in a while.
0: Well, I mean, for me, the I think what defines a great movie for me is if I can watch it again. Hmm. I mean, there's yeah, good that, movies. That movie is depressing. <laughs> like, uh, as going back to uh, Clint Eastwood, he directed Million Dollar Baby. I think Million Dollar Baby is a very good movie, but I don't find it a great movie because I can only watch it one time.
1: Now, is that just because you know what's going to happen, or
0: it's fucking depressing? <laughs> yeah. See, I. <laughs> it uh, is very depressing. <laughs> uh, like uh, Schindler's List is another one. Schindler's List is, well, I, I guess. That could be stretched a little bit. Schindler's List is an amazing film, but I can't watch that. That's not one of like, hey, let's watch Schindler's List, everybody. I'm in a great mood. Let's watch that. Yeah. Well, if you really want to feel better about your life, pop in Requiem for a Dream.
1: we're saving all the depressed people out there. This is a couple of weeks in a row now that we're recommending movies like you feel shitty about yourself, here you go.
0: Yeah, we've recommended Taxi Driver, Requiem for a Dream, uh Schindler's List. <laughs> no wonder no one listens to our show. <laughs> we're depressing
1: the shit yeah. out of people.
0: Yeah. All right, well, we'll get uh since we've decided that uh this is on Lucas's Mount Rushmore of mob movies and um I for me I don't think uh this is his best movie either. I, I Casino, Goodfellas, Raging Bull, like I would say this is probably like 7th, 6th or 7th for me. Hm.
1: It's pretty far down on the list.
0: Well, I mean, like he's uh I would rank them uh Goodfellas is his best movie, but Goodfellas is also one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh Goodfellas Taxi Driver I think is better than this one. Uh, Raging Bulls better than this one. Uh See, uh, casino. I would probably rank ahead of this one too. Casino's really good, uh, and I actually really like The Wolf of Wall Street too. That movie is fucking movie. crazy, but it's also what makes so, it crazier is it's partially true. That's right, or mo- mostly true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say it's probably not his best movie, but I mean it deserves one Best Picture. That was obvious. I think it was definitely the Best Picture '96 or 2006. Once again, sorry guys. Uh long night. <laughs> I've already flubbed this twice, so we'll probably get less listens on this than we did last week's episode. Eh, you know what? Positive outlook.
1: We're gonna we're gonna hit it big and everybody's gonna listen to us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, these will be the early episodes where like, man, they they get it they get it together eventually, but it takes them a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead and start the categories here. They tail the tape. Uh, this movie was released on two or uh, October the sixth, two thousand and six. Stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Jack Nicholson, Mark Wahlberg, Alec Baldwin, and Martin Sheen. Wow, Man, what a cast! Yeah, they don't make them like this anymore. It's like, it's almost like they just got like, hey, let's just get the four biggest actors we possibly can to be the four main leads in this.
1: Well, I, I think when Martin Scorsese calls you, you answer.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see how much of the $90 million budget was just devoted to those salaries. Um, as well, we s- that may come up in the facts. It could. Um, this was directed by Martin Sheen, or Martin Sheen. <laughs> Russ, have you been drinking? <laughs> no, I haven't, actually. That's the weird thing about it. Uh, Martin Scorsese. I was looking at Martin Sheen, and Mar- Like my notes is Martin mm-hmm. Sheen, and then Martin Scorsese's right under him. This was directed by Martin Scorsese. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score uh, 90% from critics and 94% from audiences. Uh, The box office was $291 million on a $90 million budget. Uh, This movie won four Academy Awards, including the Best Picture of 2006 and Martin Scorsese's first Best Director Oscar. And you can stream this on HBO Max right now, which is how I watched it over two nights. Which very nice. It's how I usually watch movies now. It's over two or three nights. Um the William Somerset Research Corner. Um when I was doing the research on this, um, pretty much all my notes are just like casting notes. So I'll let you fill in the other stuff. Okay. But um I I couldn't believe the fucking people that were considered for roles in this movie it just blew my mind. And I actually once I get done rattling them off I kind of want to well no we'll save that for later on but we'll we'll dig into this um <clears throat> Al Pacino was the first choice to play Frank Costello he turned down the role so Scorsese wanted the second choice Jack Nicholson yeah I think I
1: don't know just because I recently watched this like Jack Nicholson hams it up really hard
0: in this but I think he does a, I think he's convincing enough all right, we'll 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 table that. We'll save it for a bit. I've That might be c- coming up down the road as a question. Um, Brad Pitt was supposed to play Colin Sullivan, but he dropped out, feeling he was too old to play Sullivan. So he passed, and uh, they cast Matt Damon instead. Uh, he went on to play in the film Babel, which was nominated for Best Picture this year. Uh, he also stayed on, though, as a producer on The Departed. So he also won an Academy Award for this. Nice. Ray Liotta was the original choice to play Dignum, but he couldn't take on the role due to other commitments, so they decided to go with Dennis Leary. But Dennis Leary was doing the show Rescue Me, mm-hmm. so he couldn't do it either, so then they went to Mark Wahlberg, who uh, I didn't know, uh, filmed all of his scenes in four days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which uh, I guess they shot all his stuff near the beginning of filming, because I mm-hmm. guess he was getting ready to do something else. Um, the role of Ellerby, which was played by uh, Alec Baldwin, was originally offered to Mel Gibson. But he couldn't do it because he was directing Apocalypto at the time. Which, by the way, Apocalypto, I can't find that anywhere to watch it. I like that movie, but that movie's fucked up. Uh, I think you could start... uh, I know it was out of print for a little while. I think it starts showing up on the streaming services again. Okay, yeah. That movie's fucked up, but
1: also I could see Mel Gibson being in this movie, considering all of the uh, horrible things that are said. Mel Gibson's pretty good at saying horrible things about people.
0: Oh, yeah, he would have fit right in. Yeah. He could have actually been Costello. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wouldn't even be a stretch. <laughs> um, Robert De Niro was offered the role of Captain Queenan, but he turned it down because he was directing The Good Shepherd which also stars Matt Damon.
1: I don't know if I know that movie.
0: Good Shepherd has uh, De Niro and Matt Damon. It's about the early days of the CIA, I think, or the FBI. I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen it all the way through either. Hmm. I'm sure it's a good film, but just one of those ones I never got around to watching. Yeah, I'm sure somebody's going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You should watch that. It's a great movie. Cool. I'll <laughs> know, take your word for it. I know
1: it. a certain friend of ours that will give you shit.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, the Rizza was supposed to play the role uh, Anthony Anderson ends up playing in the movie, but he turned it down also to scheduling conflicts.
1: Man. Apparently, they this, this should have just delayed this movie. I, like, you can make. I don't, like, just, just the backup lineup was good enough to win this movie an Oscar. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, table it. It, it could be coming back down the road. We'll save it for later on. I guarantee there's a question coming up that goes into that. So what do you have for uh, research for this movie, my good sir? So
1: whenever anybody is killed on screen or talks about murder, Scorsese had a hidden X positioned somewhere in the frame as an homage to the 1932 version of Scarface. Really? You know yeah. what
0: What else would have worked? Uh, What's that? If you would have seen DMX. <laughs> what? X gonna give it to you? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, it is extremely
1: similar to the 2002 Hong Kong action movie, Internal Affairs.
0: Infernal Affairs. And yeah, it's a remake of it.
1: Infernal, sorry, yeah.
0: I, re- I, I have it written right. Have, have you no been right drinking?
1: <laughs> Just the water. Okay. You know, newborn baby... No sleep, all that fun stuff. So, you asked about the $90 million budget. Uh, About 50% of the budget went to the actor's salary. No shit. 50%. (laughs) Um, The movie takes place in Boston, uh, as you know, because we've been doing shitty
0: Boston accents. Yeah, Boston. The Boston Boston. Hava. Uh,
1: But was shot mainly in New York. Um, certain exterior shots were filmed in Boston, but most
0: of the uh, most of the in, uh, indoor scenes were in New York City. God, can you imagine? Like anybody on that set's a Red Sox fan, and Boston is basically like they're using New York to be Boston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking Yankees. Yankee cocksuckers.
1: Cocksuckers. <laughs> um. Give me shelter by the Rolling Stones. Uh, Before the departed, Scorsese had it in uh, Goodfellas and Casino. Yeah, uh, his, he loves that's his go-to, he loves uh, gangster movie song.
0: He I know he's a huge fan of the Rolling Stones. Apparently, like that's that's got to be his favorite song of all time.
1: Uh, I would think so, since he puts it in all his movies, pretty much.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that is all I got, sir. All right. Yeah, I uh, actually did not know that uh, that much of the budget went to the. Salaries of the actors, but I've seen ninety million dollars. Like <clears throat> somebody's getting paid.
1: Yeah, especially because there's not like I can't really think of many <laughs> CGI effects in this. Maybe no. the
0: Maybe the blood splatter from like headshots. Well, as we found out in uh, Independence Day, that uh, CGI costs a lot of money per shot.
1: hmm
0: And that was in uh, 1996. This is ten years later. So.
1: Well, nowadays, movie studios screw over the, the special effects studios. They like, they fucking run them into the ground, and then pay them like a quarter of what they should. That's real
0: That's shit. That is, yeah. Well, hey, you know what? We let's not go too depressing. We did it last week with Iron Man. <laughs> we talked about basically movie theaters are dying a slow death, and then we started early about like depressing movies. Let's just keep this upbeat. Hey, I'm, I'm in a great mood. All right. I'm slap happy because apparently I'm tired and I can't read. Um,
1: hey, I said internal instead of infernal. All right. That makes me
0: feel a little bit better. The I Drink Your Milkshake Award for the best scene of the movie. Uh, I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. I've got five here. Um, I have the interview scene where Queenan and Dignum are interviewing Costigan to be the undercover. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of get that a run was,
1: that, that was the first one I had written. There. Yeah,
0: uh you kind of get a run down of uh basically where uh Costigan comes from. I mean, he's a family's a bunch of low And uh I also like that uh where they basically say he's too smart to be a cop.
1: Yeah. But Dignam it also... is like is just, like, fucking just destroying him.
0: Yeah. Uh, that scene, Mark Wahlberg's son, a thousand miles an hour. He is, like, it's like, hey, you've got me for four days. You're getting your fucking money's worth. <laughs> fucking money's worth. Uh, Also, it's, like, basically when they're talking about how smart he is, too, and, like, they're talking about, like, how shitty his family is. It's, like, they're almost, like, we know you're too smart to be a cop, but we also know that you... Could you could pull this off better than anybody we got. Yeah, you could very easily be a street thug. hmm Um, so I got that one. I've got uh I'm not a fucking cop scene in the bar. hmm Uh I just like it because it's the first time you get to see Jack and Leo in a scene together. Two I well, Jack Nicholson's an iconic actor and DiCaprio's more than well on his way. Well, I was gonna say at this point he probably is. I mean, he's Why well, would I wouldn't put DiCaprio quite in Jack Nicholson's league just yet? No, but he's still. He's, I still think he's iconic. He's he's getting there. Uh, I don't know. And plus, watching uh, Mister French just beat the shit out of his broken hand with his boot just that makes my fucking hands hurt. Mm-hmm. And I also thought that uh, they were going to kill DiCaprio in the bar too like I usually don't think like the main star is going to get killed in a movie but Mm -hmm. there's a couple instances in this I'm like fuck they might actually kill him yeah I thought so too Um, my third scene is the Costigan and Queen and meeting on the roof Uh, I remember when uh, I seen that in the movie theater like the the theater just like kind of gasped when you just see Martin Sheen fall to his death Mm-hmm. It seemed to take forever too. I mean, I know it was slow motion, but it seemed like he was floating for a good th- like thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the uh, the death
1: in um, mm-hmm. Zombie Land.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I have the Leo and Damon meeting on the roof. Uh, now, I thought Queen and dying was shocking. That blew my fucking mind. When uh, and let's be real, it's this is a spoiler, but. This movie is over 10 years old. When uh, Leo gets killed in the elevator, Dude. I was like, oh fuck.
1: Yeah, I have that written down and I have it in the notes, it makes me jump every single time. Like, yeah. I know the shit's coming, mm-hmm. but every single time when that fucking door, because, you know, I got this loud ass around sound
0: system and they made sure to turn that up to fucking 10 every time he gets mm-hmm. shot in the head. I remember when uh, I went and seen this opening weekend. And you know how when you go to a movie theater, you can usually hear, like, people jostling, like, their popcorn, or you can hear people, like, grabbing drinks? Mm-hmm. From the point that he gets killed till the end, like, I don't hear a peep out of anybody in that movie theater. And it was a packed house. Like, it was yeah. one of those, like, crowds that's, like, maybe 80, 85% filled. And, like, not a peep the rest of the movie. And then, uh... The last scene I have is uh in Sullivan's apartment at the end when Diggum kills Sullivan. Which That's, that was shocking too. Yeah, that was. Uh I don't know, I still like that scene just because like Mark Wahlberg looks like he's there to like when you get your cable installed, they always <laughs> Put wear those booties on. Yeah, and he's wearing the fucking uh unemployed businessman's uh suit, the track suit. Yeah. <laughs> And I at first I thought he was just there to scare the shit out of him, but then when you just see that trigger get pulled and like his blood splatters across the wall, I'm like, Yep.
1: Yeah, I, I mean it's cold blood. He just stands there, and stares yeah. at him, and doesn't say anything. It was
0: nice though, he kinda got vengeance for uh, Queenan and then Costigan though. Yeah. Um I thought the rat on the window sealed the end though was a bit much. You know how like they uh-uh. show the end, the rat?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Thought that was a bit much. I guess uh, I was reading before uh, we came on. There was a Kickstarter campaign where there was a guy trying to raise money to get that mm-hmm. digitally removed from the movie. Really? And he raised enough money, but I guess Warner Brothers decided to shut it down. So, like, that's nah, not happening. <laughs> so, yeah, it,
1: it is a little bit much.
0: Yeah, it's like okay, we know he's a rat. We don't need the the imagery to go along with it. Um, what do you
1: got? So, um, like I said, I have the scene where Cossigan's getting grilled by uh, – how do you say his name? Dignum?
0: I, I've always called it Dignum. Dignum? I've always said Dignum. Dignum? But you and know what, Wiener? though? I'm going to look it up while you're talking so we sound like we're at least educated and we know what we're talking about.
1: Go ahead. Fair enough. Um, when they were meeting with the Chinese dealers uh, to sell those microprocessors mm-hmm. – I thought that scene was pretty cool. Um, like, you know, and when uh, when the police force is getting pissed off at the camera guy and Alec Baldwin beats the shit out of him. Yeah,
0: I th- that scene is like Jack Nicholson's character is kind of tuning up the racism a little bit. Oh, but, man, yeah. Uh, the yeah, when uh, Alec Baldwin knocks the shit out of that cameraman. that cracks me up. I still love that scene. And it's also, it's Dignam. It's D-I-G-N-A-M.
1: Dignum. Okay. And, and you know Dignum he says that line to him, which I don't know if I have that as uh I don't have that w- as one of my lines. Well, let's save my it. Best lines. Save it. It might okay, be one sorry. of mine. Okay, cool. Um when Costigan finds out Costello is a FBI informant, mm-hmm. and he's following him through that alley. Um And then Oh no, no, no I'm sorry. Costello is is Jack Nicholson. So that yeah, I got him and Sullivan mixed up there, but we he' really shit in his... the bed
0: tonight. Yeah. <laughs> mispronouncing <laughs> sh- stuff, calling people the wrong name. Martin Sheen directed this, not Martin Scorsese. We are perfect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and he shoots that guy in the leg mm-hmm. to get him to say it again. Which yeah. I I don't know if I, is that one of your one of your lines there too? No. Nah. He's like, I thought I was supposed to go in shock. This still fucking hurts.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good.
1: Um, and then Costigan following Sullivan to arrest him in that alley. And he he stabs that, um, that guy in the alley who's carrying his food, which I may or may not have that as one of my unsolved mysteries.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A question in there about that. Um Costigan arresting Sullivan and getting killed, and like I said, it makes me jump every single time he gets shot in that elevator. And then Dignam killing Sullivan at the end.
0: Yeah, so we're we're pretty on point there. Uh, I don't know. For me, I'm going to give it to. uh, It's tough between the uh, the like when they're interviewing Leo, Mm -hmm. Wahlberg and Sheen are interviewing him. I really really like that scene and it's usually like that scene's the one like okay I'm going to be invested in this for a little bit. Yeah. Um I think it's going to be between that and then when Leo gets shot just because of how shocking it is. It you know and it's crazy
1: cuz I don't know how many times you've seen this movie but I've seen it at least 3 4 times and mm-hmm. it's still like it's like it's still one of those holy shit moments. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like, it's so unexpected. The main star never gets killed like that, you know? Yeah,
0: I mean, like, when a, a star dies, it's usually they've kind of set it up through the movie like they've got some kind of life-threatening illness. Or, like, you take, like, a certain movie that, uh, that one of the characters we'd just done recently, he ends up dying, but you kind of, they, they had speculated that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. A series of successful films, but yeah, like when he just gets like plugged right there in the elevator, it's like, oh shit, they killed him off. Um, I think that I'm going to give it to the interrogation scene just because of how fucking much Wahlberg's bringing it. Yeah, this is one of my favorite Wahlberg performances, and like, yeah, he's just dialed up to eleven. I fucking love it. It's almost,
1: it's almost like Scorsese looked at him and was like. All right, I just want you to be the angriest you've ever fucking been and just look at Leo and just take it out on him.
0: I guess apparently uh, he based that character on a bunch of different people that arrested him when he was a kid in Boston. I guess he had trouble as a youngster with the law.
1: Oh, yeah, that's that's how he became a famous rapper.
0: Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I guess he based uh, that character on like a combination of different people makes sense oh uh so we giving it to the uh the interrogation scene
1: we are in agreement
0: all right how rumpf? the king kong ain't got shit on me award for the best line of the movie king kong ain't got shit on me i had trouble picking out a lot of these but uh the first one i have is uh i don't want I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to become a product of me from Costello. I try to do, mm. like, Jack Nicholson's Boston accent than that, but it's not really a Boston accent. I don't know what he's going for. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing in this movie, but he does have one of my favorite lines that I still use, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as you know. Yeah, that's coming. Uh, when they uh, ask him if uh, they've got somebody in Costello's crew... Walberg answers maybe maybe not maybe go fuck yourself <laughs> um the uh i'm the guy who does his job you must be the other guy also mm-hmm. from Walberg that's the that's the scene i was talking about with the uh
1: the cameraman
0: yeah um i also love uh, that same scene uh when they're getting ready to go bust costello and Alec Baldwin goes up. He goes, "I'm gonna have a smoke right now. You want to smoke? You don't smoke, right? What are you, one of those fitness freaks, huh? Go fuck yourself." And he just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the last one I got. Uh, we're all on our way out. Act accordingly. Mm. That seems. I do be- have. I have that one as one of mine. Yeah. Too. All right. What do you got? Um, I'm gonna save
1: my 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 line for last. Okay. I haven't uh, haven't been practicing like I used to. Um the one where Sullivan looks at that guy and he goes, You got a nice suit at home or you like coming to work every day dressed like you're gonna in invade Poland? <laughs> like fuck. Uh, I don't even know what that means. Uh, I'm assuming it means that he's dressed like a Nazi.
0: Oh yeah, when uh oh shit, James uh, the actor's name's James Badge Dale when he's recruiting him to be part of his his team, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Frank Costello, what
1: what we generally do in this country is one guy brings items and the other guy pays him. No ticky, no laundry.
0: It's like, <laughs> oh shit! I don't understand why he was trying to do sign language when he's speaking to them too. It's like, yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, Jack Nicholson going ham. Um, when when uh, Dignam and Queenan are uh, interviewing. Uh Costigan. He, he um he, he asked Costigan if he knows what they do in that unit. And he says, I think I have a good idea. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's say you have no idea and leave it at that. Okay? No idea. Zip. None. Do you have any idea what we do? We would not be good at what we do. Now would we? We would be
0: cunts. Are you calling us cunts? <laughs> It's like Mark Wahlberg just goes fucking crazy. Yeah, like I said, man, he's batting them. Like, he's just, he's bringing it. I fucking love him. And now,
1: my my line that, uh, I don't even know how I got started saying this, but I used to say it at work, and we'd all have a good laugh about it. I
0: get the biggest kick out of it.
1: <laughs> when I tell you <laughs> to dump the body in the mosh, you dump the body in the mosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, when uh, I was watching that tonight, that scene came up. and I just kind of chuckled about it. <laughs> this picture, I had your face saying that. I love that line. Um, I'm going to say the uh, we're all on our way out. Act accordingly because that seems to be like the line that seems to get referenced from this movie. It's not my favorite, but I'd say it's probably the line that's thought of the most with this. I personally, Um, like, I want to use maybe, maybe not, maybe go fuck yourself. Just because, like, I think I'm going to start answering questions like that. (laughs) Start
1: answering work
0: emails. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
1: is my stuff on the way?
0: Maybe, maybe not. Maybe go fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll get a promotion. Who knows? Maybe, maybe (laughs) not. Maybe go fuck yourself. Um, I'm actually good with using that line as the winner. All right. We'll do that simply because you can use it in anything. It's got a lot of uh, different uses. It's true. That's the winner right there. The uh, Lou Brown, give him the heater award for the best role player.
1: Get about the curveball, Ricky. Give him the heater.
0: Uh, I don't really think this is a contest, but just for the sake of the show, I'm gonna give one nominee, Alec Baldwin. I kind of like him, or like his character Ellerby. But uh, let's be real here. This is Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's only I in actually, like four, he's only in four scenes in the movie. But
1: I actually just for argument's sake put Alec Baldwin in there too. Yeah, just because I you know I texted you I said I, is Mark Wahlberg in this movie too much? But no, he's he's not, and he's he's uh he's giving him the heater.
0: Mm. Give me here. Um I I think he's so good as this, like, it almost makes me wanna rename this award, the the Sergeant Dignam award for <laughs> best performance by a role player. Yeah. We're not going to. We're not gonna change it just yet, but uh yeah, like I don't know, he just It's like he's he knows he's going up against Leo, Matt Damon, and Nicholson, so he's like trying to stand out any way he can. So it's like how can I How can I like shine in this movie like oh I know I'm just going to fucking dial it up to 11. It worked. Yeah, he actually got nominated for best supporting actor for this. He was the only member of this cast that got an Oscar nomination too.
1: Really? Mhm.
0: That's surprising. Well, I mean like, well we went over earlier that uh or did we go over like Leo didn't get nominated because uh Yeah, I guess apparently Warner Brothers was going to nominate, put a campaign to get him nominated for Best Supporting Actor, too, which I thought was kind of weird because I th- considered him the lead. Mm. But uh, he said he didn't want to take away from the other performances. So he said, like, they don't worry about it. So they put all their money into uh, getting him a nomination for Blood Diamond.
1: Oh, I think we talked about this before the show.
0: Okay. I knew we talked about it. I'm just like, man, am I that tired? <laughs> to where, like, I can't remember what I said 20 minutes ago. Um, yeah, and, and
1: you said that you liked him better in this movie than in Blood
0: Diamond. I, I like him much better in this than Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond's a decent movie, but I, if you were to ask me to choose, I think he's much better in this.
1: Well, I think his co-star in that movie is better than him anyway.
0: Um, Demon Hansu, Yeah, he's yeah. really good in that. I think he's... I think he's the best actor in that
1: movie mm-hmm. anyway.
0: yeah, I'd agree with that too. Um, so we're in agreement, Wahlberg wins this one.:
1: Yeah, it's not even a contest. All really. right
0: I was actually if you would uh I was expecting you to say, maybe, maybe not, maybe go fuck yourself." <laughs> missed opportunity yeah me. we should we should like do a dry run on these going forward, like just so we can we can set up these jokes better. Um, the Eric Stoltz award for the performer you would recast. Do you have anybody you'd like to nominate for this? Um, I would, you know,
1: I didn't before this. I had nobody written down, but you know what? I would actually replace Nicholson with, uh, Mel Gibson. I think, <laughs> I think he could pull it off. And I think he's a racist asshole. That would be perfect for
0: that role. Um, Jack Nicholson's actually, uh, my nominee, too. I think out of the four main leads, I think he's the weakest of the four. And I was totally okay keeping him in there until I researched this and I found out that Al Pacino was the first choice. And I kind of want to see Al Pacino now. As Frank <laughs> Cop- See him try a Boston accent. Oh, I think he could pull it off, but can you imagine, like, how, like, it's almost like him and Wahlberg would have like a contest to see who could fucking just be more <laughs> coked out <Yeah. laughs> more batshit crazy in this, yeah, but yeah i would I'd recast Nicholson too, like I think he's okay, but I don't know, like I just well, it was like you said he he doesn't like
1: he's from the streets of Boston, and in his opening monologue is about the only time that I hear him even attempt a Boston accent. Yeah, well, except for the line that I use,
0: right? Um, it I don't know, like that opening monologue scene too. Just it's almost like, uh, hey, you, like Nicholson's like, hey, you guys got me for like another like fifty minutes. You want me to do like a voiceover or something? I could do that for you. By the way,
1: that that part at the beginning when he's talking to that
0: guy's daughter made me super uncomfortable. That was very rapey. Uh, it was. I think that's who he ends up marrying in the movie, too. I think it's his wife.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't notice that. I'm pretty
0: sure because, yeah, I think he's supposed to be in his 40s in that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they say he's in his 70s now at the point of the movie. And then uh, when like him and Leo are talking about like who's the rat, mm-hmm. and he basically brings it up like Leo tries to set it up like, hey, you know, anybody in your crew... Man, I want to take a shot at you. Like, you're not young anymore. You're 70. And his wife's much younger than him. So it makes sense. Hmm. And she's got Man, red I, hair.
1: I totally miss that.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, that's his, I think that's his wife.
1: Good iris.
0: Yeah, see? I'm not all the way out of it yet. The uh, unsolved mysteries of the movie. I have a couple. Joint. perhaps you may be able to help solve a mystery. Um, I really don't understand. And I, I guess he wrote it because he wanted to make Costello sound crazier. But what was the purpose of him bringing that dildo to the movie theater?
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
0: That that like I get the scene. It's like okay, like it's a secluded private place that you can have a meeting like that if you don't want to be seen mm. like I just don't get the fucking dildo thing
1: well it's kind of like the also the hand in the bag when they were taking the ring off of it mm. like what what was the
0: purpose of that
1: too well just I to show that mr. French murdered his wife
0: yeah like i
1: I don't know I didn't get that part
0: well i I think uh I know Nicholson had uh had some input into like how to sculpt his character better. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was kind of like I know the the dildo was like supposed to be part of some bigger scene, but I guess they thought like, hey, you know, Jack, that's a bit too much. Let's ring that in a little bit. So he <laughs> I guess he snuck that in there. Um hmm. now my biggest unsolved mystery of the movie is uh would this movie be better with the cast that was in the movie? Or if they replaced them with Pitt, Pacino, Gibson, De Niro, the Rizza, and Ray Liotta?
1: Um you No, know, I don't I don't think it would be better. Just because I think Damon, DiCaprio, and Wahlberg are so good in this. Not to say that, you know, the others wouldn't be equally as good, but I just I feel like those three alone make this movie as good as it is?
0: Well, DiCaprio would still be in it. So he wasn't being replaced by no, him? No, he, was, he okay. was always cast in it. But yeah, it would be like Pitt would be Sullivan, and then Ray Liotta would be Dignam, and then you'd get Mel Gibson as Ellerby, and then De Niro would be Queenan, and then you'd get the Rizza and the Anthony Anderson part.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I still don't think it'd be, I don't think it'd be better. What about you?
0: I, I think it would be. Yeah, I mean, like, I like, I think, Pitt. I'm okay with Pitt not being in it. I think Kim and uh, DiCaprio, Matt Damon, work well together, and I also think that there's like a kind of a natural rivalry between the two of them because they've kind of came up at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, I think DiCaprio and Damon are kind of like the modern day. Pacino and uh, De Niro back in the 70s and the 80s. Like mm-hmm. the, you know, like the, the preeminent actors of the that generation. Right. They're not the best actors, but like they're the ones that like, you know, not so much like Pacino and De Niro were like very like, they got a lot of award nominations. Their movies were successful, but I think Damon and uh, DiCaprio are kind of like that dynamic but I I, I'm okay that. I'm okay with uh, Damon staying on. But, like, man, just Pacino as Costello. Like, I'm so fu- I am so – like, I just want to see that movie. Just remake it 10 – like, just give it, like, another six or seven years and remake it again. I mm-hmm. hope we still have Al Pacino with us. Just get <laughs> it's him. Hard. It's hard to say. Yeah, just, like, the re-departed. <laughs> de- Departed part de. – Yeah. Yeah. Which
1: by the way I read they had a uh, they had a script ready for a sequel for this. Oh did that. But they? uh they scrapped it because Scorsese he wasn't interested.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really make sense to make a part two. Now the Infernal Affairs movies, I think they've made three of those. Really? Mm hmm. I just I'm interested, like
1: you killed off almost the whole entire fucking cast. Like what do you do?
0: Uh if it's like Mark Wahlberg's character like roaming the streets like the equalizer, I'd be okay with that. Hmm. Shout out to
1: Denzel, by the way. Uh, yeah. Go vote on our poll. Yeah. For fan appreciation month.
0: Um But yeah, like I, I could see him being like just some like vigilante, clean up the streets of Boston. Like he's got some guy on the ground, he's got his gun pointed, like, You're you gonna kill me? And he just goes, Maybe, maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. <laughs> and it like shoots him in the head. <laughs> cocksucker, Cock sucker. All right. So that takes us to the hold final. On, on. Oh. I, I one. oh. I got one. Oh, you, you got an unsolved mystery. Go for it.
1: I do. I know it's I know it's shocking because I usually don't have one of these. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say you usually don't contribute to this category. It's like ah, I don't. <laughs>
1: um my question is, why was the guy that uh, Sullivan accidentally stabbed? Walking through the back alley with his food. Who the fuck goes to the back door to get their food instead of, like, the well, front th- of the restaurant?
0: No, I think he was a delivery driver. But it looked like he was, like, he had a brown sack of, like, food. Yeah, I think he was a delivery driver for the Chinese restaurant.
1: Oh, okay. I thought he
0: was carrying, like, his dinner. Like, why the hell was he in the back alley <laughs> You know what, Lucas? I will give you points for at least making an attempt. <laughs> <laughs> but that unsolved mystery, I think I solved it for you pretty quick.
1: Well, I appreciate that.
0: I i think watching this movie, like I, my detective skills are a little keener tonight. I don't know. I watched it today, too, and I didn't even pick up on that. I'm super sleuthing. Nice catch, Lucas. Lucas, I don't know. Apparently, is drunk. He almost dropped his microphone. <laughs> it's just one of those days. Yeah, yeah. This like this whole episode is just like mispronounced shit. You're dropping stuff now. Who knows what's going to happen next? I'm waiting for a power outage.
1: It's it's coming. Well, I
0: mean, you got the lights turned out on you a few minutes ago, so yeah. It's like, oh, he's not doing anything. <laughs> All right, the last category of the movie is the I'm the King of the World award for who wins this movie. I'm the King of the World. Who do you have winning this movie? Lucas. Um I got a couple of nominees. I have Matt Damon
1: and I have Leo DiCaprio. Okay. Um I mean you could almost say Mark Wahlberg too, but we gave him the the Lou Brown and he's not in the movie a whole bunch, so. Mm-hmm. But um for me this was like the the turning point of the way that i viewed leo dicaprio as like a serious actor cuz you know i i don't i hadn't really watched a whole lot of his movies like i fucking hate romeo and juliet i think that movie's god awful and then um titanic which You've never seen to this day.
0: I have not seen Titanic. I made a vow to two of my friends that we would never watch that movie. And I think I'm the only one that still has kept their word. I would bet money that one of I bet money that one of my friends definitely broke that rule. My other friend, I can maybe see him still like towing the line, but
1: it's a good movie. But you know, that's how I always viewed Leo DiCaprio.
0: It's kind of like the Tiger Beat teen heartthrob. Yeah, and this one made me look at him more as like a serious actor. Uh, my wife actually was telling me about how big of a crush she had on him at that during that time too. She had posters of him on her wall, and
1: yeah, I know a lot of people did. Did you? Uh, I can't
0: talk about that. Okay. He was
1: on the ceiling.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, so like you didn't really take him seriously, like after. You see, I think after Titanic, he had done The Beach. He'd done The Gangs of New York. I do uh, like The me.
1: Gangs of New York.
0: It's good. It's uneven. Like, Daniel Day-Lewis is fucking awesome in that movie. But the rest of it, I've got complaints about that movie. Yeah. Um, catch Me If You Can. Nah, it's, it's still just The Departed one. Really? Yeah. And he did The Aviator, too, I think, before this one. I didn't like that movie,
1: either. the head shake you guys can't hear the head shake but russ is disapprovingly giving me a head
0: a head shake the aviator is great it's a scorsese movie too yeah i just i didn't like it all right but i could see that though i mean like it's kind of like i maybe not so much for me but like crime movies are like my wheelhouse like they're probably like one of my favorite movie genres outside of like spy movies and heist movies Mm-hmm. But I could see that, like, maybe like a lot of people would start to come around on him after he did like a, a Scorsese mob movie. Yeah. Um, I have him winning it too. Well, actually, go I'm real quick. I kind of want to hear about uh, Damon. You win in the DiCaprio, but why Damon? Um, just because like he was so
1: quick witted in this movie, like the. He really got me with the uh, the scene where he's talking to the therapist in the the elevator, and he's just you know he he's so good at making you feel like he's really infiltrated the the state police. Mm-hmm. Where he asked her, he's like, um, "No, I don't need your I don't need your card. I'm a detective. I'll find you." No, I'm just kidding. I'll I need your card.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought that was hilarious, and just the way that he. I don't know. I just thought his acting was excellent in this movie. Yeah, he I is. Really, I thought he was really good.
0: Yeah, he is really good. Uh, you kind of can see, like, like I think he kind of comes off as like a slimy prick, but like mm-hmm. I could see, like, when he's in the the elevator with Vera Farmiga, who we didn't really talk about, I, just real quick touch on her. Like, she did she did pretty good for like a role that could have just easily been like tossed tossed to the side. I thought she was pretty good in this too. Yeah, I um, agree. Although she seems to like just give up doing the Boston accent after like twenty minutes of, in the movie, She's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm done. I tried. Most have did that. I, I tried. Like I'm done. Way too much. Yeah, but no, like I I could see that too. Like it, uh, DiCaprio or uh, Damon seems to kind of like flip on a, a switch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, I get I could see that. Um, my nominee is DiCaprio. Like I I thought this is probably one of my three or four favorite Leo performances? Um, this probably. Uh, this one, uh, Calvin Candy and Django. Oh, man, he is so good in Django. That's, that's the one he really should have won his Oscar for. Well, actually, I, I would probably say uh, my next one would be George Belfort and Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, I don't know. I thought he was better in Django. No, well, hey, you know what? We're splitting hairs. Both of them are really awesome. Yeah, they were. But this one here, like, he really, you start to see him, like, just mentally, like, just crumbling as the movie progresses just because, like, Mm -hmm. he's so on edge. And I, I don't know. Like, I just, I really believe that he was somebody that was on the brink of just totally just losing his shit. Yeah, you you don't just see it. You like yeah, you kind of feel like man, like like he conveys such panic in some instances. Like you kind of feel it too. Yeah, um, and, and you know me, I always talk about I
1: want to believe it. And you know if you can if you can make me feel it off the screen, mm-hmm. then
0: you've done your job. Yeah, I did want to. I almost thought about giving this to Martin Scorsese too, just because I. I don't have an issue with the Academy Awards, like giving somebody an award for uh, a movie that it may not be their best work, but it kind of rewards them for like a long career of just putting out top notch material. And mm-hmm. I, some ways I think this is kind of that. But also, like I said earlier, like, I think the, the slate of best picture nominees was weak. So this actually kind of was one of the best movies of the year. I, I almost gave it to him just because, like, hey, he finally got recognized as being one of the best. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, you got a cast this big, like
1: egos that big and you, you bring them all together. I mean, sometimes that turns into a disaster Mm -hmm. and he got, he turned it into something really, really good, you know, best picture. So,
0: yeah, I think that if it wasn't him, that could have, it could have easily went off the rails. Like somebody that isn't quite as renowned, but the fact Mm -hmm. that it is Martin Scorsese, like I said, he's my favorite director, so I'm going to be a little par- partial to him, but I think I'm going to give this to DiCaprio, too. Yeah,
1: it's kind of hard not to because, like, you know, like we just touched on, he makes you feel that
0: character. And uh, also, my fourth uh, DiCaprio favorite role is uh, Rick Dalton in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Man, I keep forgetting about all the good movies he's in. Yeah, he gets overshadowed by how great Brad Pitt is in that, but he's amazing in that, too. I can't, I can't figure out the name.
1: What's the the Wilderness movie? The Revenant. The Revenant. He's really good in that, too. Although, I think Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. I think he's better in that movie.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like The Revenant. I don't... It's not his... He shouldn't be best actor for that. I think it's the fact that he actually got beat up by a bear. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know what? Like You're going to get beat up by a bear... This is the least we could do. Can we pay you, too? Can we give you some money, a stipend of some kind? Not only did he get beat up by a bear, but his uh, half
1: Native American son gets murdered in front of him because he can't yeah. move.
0: Right. So we're in agreement DiCaprio wins this one? We are in agreement, sir. All right. Man, that was kind of an easy episode today. We kind of agreed on most of the stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was
0: easy, too. With the They made it easy for us with the, how this movie mm. was. We didn't really go into too many Boston accents in this. I mean, we did a few. I mean, what, what? I don't know what more to say than the Socks and the
1: Fenway Park and Corksucker and that's about it.
0: Mosh. We're all on our way out. Act accordingly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if that's any good. Probably not. I, I don't know. People from Boston are probably going to fucking shit all over us. Yeah, we're not going to get a single listen. Uh, Uh, You cocksucker, we don't sound like that. You cocksucker. That's all it's going to say is just like, you cocksucker, and it's going to be spelled (laughs) like how it sounds (laughs) in the email. It's going to be like (laughs) C-A-W-K-S-O-C-K-A.
1: Cocksucker.
0: Uh, Do you have anything you want to add to this before we wrap this up?
1: uh no um just go vote on our fan poll that we got right now for uh fan appreciation month yeah that is um,
0: that is on our socials that is coming up we're gonna let uh you guys program the uh the episodes we got uh jaws which won our july poll and then we did Step Brothers, which won so we have one right now for uh pick the denzel washington movie uh, Some good yeah, choices we did up Step
1: Brothers there. once before didn't we i was well, too stoned i we'll, was laughing we'll, hey we'll save
0: that story for the episode all right, but uh, yeah, uh, as far as the as it departed, it's uh, it was really cool to revisit this again. Like I hadn't seen it in quite a while. Um, it still holds up really well. Uh, it's just it's kind of the it's one of those movies. It's kind of like the definition of what I want this show to be about. Just like movies that you you probably seen six seven eight times, and just like when you know sometimes we'll just reference something like from the movie it's, it's it's kind of one of those movies just like oh yeah i know that scene or i know that line yeah no i agree okay i was like did you fall asleep i didn't see
1: <laughs> well we established that we're both uh we've both been drinking even though we haven't and we're both slap happy and all that fun stuff well i
0: tell you what i'll make a deal with you and i'll make a deal with our audience that if this episode sucks we will do the the, the reparted part do and we'll just do it over again <laughs> all right all right well just, that's what we'll call it They're the parted part dia i i don't think this episode sucks i think we did really really good all right besides the, the flubs so until uh next time we'll catch you guys later and that's going to wrap up this week's episode of the couch potato podcast coming up next monday me and lucas are going to sit down with gage and cole from the knights of degradation podcast uh, we're doing a special two-part collaboration Lucas and I are going to go over on their show and play a board game based off the movie The Crow, and then they're going to join us, and we're going to do the movie The Crow. So that ought to be really cool. So that's coming up next Monday. So until next Monday, we'll talk at you guys later. Bye, everybody.